Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught. back to the Mental Mastery Alliance, ladies and gentlemen. Happy to have you. As I mentioned earlier, I wanted to talk about the Fauci emails. But this is going to be an episode where we talk about a lot of stuff. Well, not a lot of stuff. Mainly three things. But they all tie into, I don't know, revelations? Not biblically, but things that help us wake up, I guess? I don't know. As I sit and and sort of watch the world around me and watch how people interact with me, I mean, the only thing I've got basically is my observation. I, I can only understand things through my perspective, basically. Um, so I look around, and the Fauci emails is something that has it's come up. It's obviously come up numerous times. Like too much I mean back in the day we used to have to go digging digging for conspiracy but they're like the freedom of information act has allowed this to be blah 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 and then if you start reading through these emails you're like what the fuck is going on these people are literally just handing you information that is I don't even know how to put it like it's it's identical to it's it's identical to what's already existed, to what's already pre pre existed. I want to. Uh, it reminds me of uh, an episode of uh, uh, Come On, South Park. Uh, the what was the episode called? It was the uh, Wow. I'm drawing out a lot of uh, syllables here, uh, trying to uh, think about. Uh, here's a broadcasting tip too, ladies and gentlemen. If you're at a loss for words. Change the topic real quick instead of dragging out your uhs because you just sound foolish. And a lot of people put that stuff into their podcast as they're sort of thinking about their thoughts. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. And I was trying to do this delay as well to sort of pull up my thoughts, but for whatever reason, I cannot get the name. Oh, there we go. There, see, now it is. Now it's in my brain. Now I know that I was going to say the episode is the Hardly Brothers or Hardly Boys, South Park, whatever season. The clip goes on to say... It's like, uh, what was it? It was uh, Bush drops this file and they get to find it. And he says, okay, 
So he's like, well, wait a minute, you're letting the conspiracies leak? And he says, no, we, you know, we create the story. And some people believe the story, and it's a good story, and we get what we need out of it. And then we also create the conspiracy for those that don't want to believe the story. So we create the other thing that they can believe. And <laughs> so the kids go, wait a minute. So you create the story and the conspiracy? Sure. We got to get them. We got to get everybody believing what we want them to believe. Some people believe it right away. Some people need to believe something else. So we give it all to them. <laughs> and that to me was, you know, I don't even know. I don't, I, it was exactly what's going on right now. And these are the funny things, because if you look at a lot of the South Park stuff, they do really go into stories, interesting sides of stories there. You know, there's this whole inside outside thing. You know, can you be a part of, can you, can you be on the inside and share the secrets? And, and you know, if, if you go down these rabbit holes and you see things like quotes, like they must reveal to you what's really going on. You know, all this stuff catches you. All this stuff is like a grab. It's like, it, it is fascinating, but it's not accurate. And that, when I say it's not accurate, it's not accurate to, to, I don't know. How do I put this without, I mean, I already sound weird. So we base everything we know on what we know. And therefore, when we think about new thoughts or extrapolate upon new ideas, or if we think we've got it figured out as to what they're doing, quote unquote, it's just us thinking. And it's us thinking based on the information that we already have. So if you're, you know, if I said to you, two plus two is four, you'd say, that's right. Two and two equal four. But that's based on the information we have. I mean, the truth could be two plus two equals intergalactic donut ship. Right, because we are not, we don't, we're not privy to this sort of thing. And then there are people that can say, well, you know, you're talking, you're talking bags, right? You're talking this, you're talking that. And the, my thoughts behind that are are simple. I lived, my personal life, I lived uh, uh, filled with anxiety, depression, fear, self hate. This this image of myself was just atrocious, and that was based on. Who knows what that was based on? But I'm I'm like I'm not the only one, and I almost feel like I'm stuttering as I'm talking this out because it is a, it's a, it's a pertinent information, it's a pertinent piece. The name of the podcast is the Mental Mastery Alliance. the 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 initial part of this podcast, the, why we got started, was essentially to help people cure the depression, anxiety, and depression, which was two things that I suffered from extensively, and I wanted to do more for myself and think more and be more and act more and say more and help more and just be better, better to the outward world. Um, but starting with better to myself. So I'm going to get back to that, but I, I'm going to, I'm going to finish up with the Fauci emails as well. Fauci to me, the Fauci emails, however you want to look at it, whatever side of the conspiracy angle you want to take, or you want to be on, or you want to see, think, or do. Understand that it's a little bit too contrived and it's a little bit too in our faces to be anything other than another piece of the manipulation, like another drawback, another attention grabber. Is it going to change anything? I don't think so. As I sit here in Ontario, we're still in full lockdown for whatever reason, right? And what people don't understand too is this stuff is, is there's, a, there's a demographic. There's a type of person that lives in a certain spot in a certain place, and it's because of the upbringing and history that they have, their experience. 
Texas and Florida were not going to accept being told what to do by the government. Bottom line. Texas is raised on guns and meat, and I love every last one of you for it. And Florida is, I don't know, people that have seen a lot of shit and don't give a fuck, <laughs> would be my guess. And meth heads, apparently, if you read the news. So they're not going to follow the rules. And they also need a contrast. There needs to be a contrast. So the rest of the cities, the rest of the states are whatever. But you can extend that even into Canada. Canada, Ontario, we're on full lockdown. Right next to us is Quebec. Quebec is wide open. right? Because Quebec was rioting. Quebec was marching. Quebec was standing up for their rights, their freedoms. They were causing a scene in the city. And guess what happens? Francois Legault, old Frankie Two Legs, opens the thing right up. Right, So the narrative said, okay, we can push these guys so far, but we can't push them any further and we don't want to destroy this, that, and the other thing, and we don't want to run the risk of being exposed, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But Ontario, everyone's super polite. So let's just keep pushing and keep pushing. So here's the deal, man. On Quebec opens wide up and Ontario extends its state of emergency until December. So Anyone can point the finger at anything and say, this is what's going on with that and why this is happening and that's happening and this is happening, blah, 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 blah. You can all do whatever you want. Everybody can do whatever they want. And everybody's entitled to do whatever they want. Everyone's entitled to have any thought that they want to have. Because this, what's happening, isn't for anyone other than you. This is your experience. And this is this is a huge issue that a lot of people don't have a, that, that, that a lot of people don't really fully grasp. That no matter what happens in this world, you're the only one who's experiencing it the way you're experiencing it. So when you really get into what you're experiencing and, and, and an image that you're trying to push onto somebody else or if you're going to fight somebody about an opinion or this or that, all of the information that you have taken in created the opinions and thought that you have. And it's the same as anybody you could be communicating with. Some people will agree with you. Some people will disagree with you. But then to argue with them has also been taught to you. It's like driving. Anyone that's going faster than you is a maniac. And anyone that's going slower than you is a piece of shit. <laughs> this is the way we go. So what, all of a sudden we're the one that's doing the specific and perfect speed, regardless of anything, regardless of any other outside influence. If you're going faster than me, you're a maniac. Slower, you're insane. This is the world that we live in. This is the thoughts that we have as well. These are the things that we have. We have our thoughts and anyone that thinks anything other than our thoughts is crazy and needs to be argued with. We don't have the ability to communicate and debate or try to understand where they're coming from. So as you're marching around in your day and you're having these conversations, I say these things because the idea behind what we're doing here is to, is to, is to get the anxiety away, to get the stress away, to get the anxiety and depression away. And you've been lied to your whole life, which has caused the depression, which has caused you to ask questions, which has caused you to grow as an individual. So is the depression bad? Shit. You push and you push and you push. And as you're sitting here, you're learning and you're growing and you're understanding. And that depression is changing you and making you ask bigger, bigger and bigger questions. The anxiety is a trigger for you to find your course. To get rid of the anxiety, you must come back to center. And that's, that's what you're doing. So all of these things that we absolutely hate are the, are the main motivators that are going to get us right. And they're going to get us asking the right questions and doing the right things. 
and the world is going to keep throwing curveballs at us like the like the Fauci emails. The guy's a schmo. He's always been a schmo. People have never even really questioned or or considered, you know, Bill Gates as well. Like these guys, like Bill Gates, who fucking cares what Bill Gates has to say? Why are we arguing? Why, why are two people, you and me, two complete, you know, strangers-ish individuals, why are we arguing over what Bill Gates may or may not have said? Well, first of all, we're aware of what Bill Gates may or may not have said. The leaks have come out, the this, the that, the blocking of the sun. Everything that's being handed to us is is what we're arguing about. Right? Isn't that isn't that insane? So it's all this stuff that we think is like helpful to us, but it's like it's it's everything is 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 violence instigating, is aggression, is is lower vibrational instigation in your life. And the more you become aware of it, the more you see it, the more you understand it, the more you're like, what the fuck am I really doing? Why am I giving my energy to some bullshit that I saw on the television, on the Facebook, on the this, on the that? Because there's no longer any, you know, true research. And Facebook is just as guilty and just as bad as as anything. I've done my best now to try to pull that off my Facebook. You know, any sort of disassociation opinion one way or the other. But this this whole year and a half has proven to me that First of all, we were right about the manipulation. You break through that glass ceiling and then you've got a whole floor of like, I want to show everybody. And then you're like, let people figure it out. Let people see it. If they don't see it, it's not up to you to make them see it. It's up to you to control how you act with the information, with the understanding and comprehension. Because now that you're aware that you've been tricked your whole life, there's something that you have to do about it. You have to flip the script and change your experience and start doing what you want. And there are so many people out there that are geared towards saying things like, well, there's nothing I can do about it. And whether you say that or not, like it's true. If you say there's nothing you can do about it, then there's nothing you can do about it. But if you really get inside your own head and say, these are the things that I'm going to do, like quote unquote revolution starts inside my brain. And we have all of our influences, all of our music, all of our television, all of our all of the books that we like and shows that we watch and all of that sort of stuff. But at the end of the day, you stand in front of your house or you stand anywhere and you sort of look at your neighbors and you think, this is this is what I've created with the information I've been given. Imagine I had limitless information. So now the idea is to go and get limitless information. And that just means continue to learn, continue to grow, continue to press your mind into certain things, to understand certain things. How is it that we live in a world where they're just pumping this vaccine into everybody, right? Now this is... This is this is more food for thought. And it's not a one way or the other, and it's not a anti or pro vaccine thing. It's it's a it's a how do we think thing. It's a it's a how do you interact and engage with the people thing. I posted on a friend's timeline uh, the Teresa Tam injury report. You know, it said it was a, it was an actual tweet that said we're collecting a group of people that have been injured from the vaccine. And you know, like here's a support group for anyone that's been permanently injured from the vaccine, and people are out there just, you know, drinking this juice. And so I posted that on my friend's timeline and she, she said, get your anti-vax crap out of here. <laughs> this is not anti-vax. This is Teresa Tam letting you know that if you get the vaccine and you get injured, here's your support. And God love her. I mean, she's, she means well, but what, uh, this world where like we, we take an idea, whatever it is, something handed, something handed to us. And we shut down everything else. That's not you guys. That's not, I know that's not, there's nobody listening to this show right now that's like fucking close-minded. Unless you're like one of my haters or whatever. I fucking hate this guy. But I mean, you know what? I appreciate you too. 
Thanks for listening to the show. If you hate me <laughs> and if you love me, man, awesome. Um, I am nothing other than a representation of what you were already thinking because I only represent to you an extension of the thoughts that you're already having a sounding board, if you will, for your own brain. How can these, how can these shots? And this is, this is cannon fodder. If you guys want to, you know, have these conversations with people, how can these shots be available worldwide in 18 months? Yet the whole world has to pay for insulin or chemotherapy. Like what is absolutely, like what is actually happening? Why are they offering free donuts and free beer and free hamburgers? And why is there a draw? Why is there a million dollar draw to get this vaccine in you? I'll tell you flat out, I have no idea. I have no idea what the vaccine is, what's in it, what it's all about. I have no idea what the PSYOP is. I mean, I thought I knew, and that was a limitation in and of itself. When you were like, oh, this is what's actually happening. Then you, you've, again, you've closed your mind off to what could be happening. And it's a huge, it's a huge, that's a huge fuck around really is what it is. And when it comes back to what we were talking about earlier, when it comes back to anxiety relief and depression relief, you have to be able to be open to and adjust your sales as you move. I'm going to throw it out there too. Um, I'm going to change topics a little bit here to the third and final topic. I want to talk about sobriety. I don't want to talk about it in the sense that it's like sober life and the 12 step recovery, because I am going to tell you that I'm against the 12 step recovery. Well, I shouldn't say against, I just don't believe in it at all. Period. To me, the 12 step recovery is swapping out one addiction for another. And whenever I say that I get backlash. Um, and I know that it helps some people and I know that it's helped some people and it's changed lives but I'm allowed to believe that it's swapping out one addiction for another. I am allowed to believe that. And it doesn't do anybody any harm. And I'm going to explain my, my mentality and I'm going to explain why I think what I think, but I'm also going to explain the, the importance of sobriety and getting there any way you can. And if you take the 12 step path to getting there, good, but don't be addicted to the, to, to the recovery, right? Once you've recovered, move on. And don't listen to the story that they've been telling you, which is recovery is a lifelong journey. It isn't. One day you drink, the next day you don't. It's that simple. One day you smoke cigarettes, the next day you don't. It's that simple. And that may sound arrogant for me to say, but it's a path I've walked. I'm almost four years away from the sauce. And I'm not four years sober. I'm just done with drinking. I saw the trick. I saw the manipulation. I saw the lower vibrational move it was making and I quit. And in doing so, all of the other recreational drugs and cigarettes and, and everything else just sort of quickly fell away because it made no sense. And then it dawned on me that alcohol was the catalyst to virtually every bad decision I've ever made. Or every piece of time I've wasted or every night I got drunk and every morning I had to be hung over and killed that time and killed my momentum. My momentum is huge. What can you accomplish if you never stop moving? That's why weekends were invented as well. And people think I'm crazy when I say that. But you work all week so that you can take a break, right? Therefore, your momentum is geared for three days. Because Tuesday or Monday, you're not even really in it. Tuesday, you're gearing up. And by Friday, you've clocked out. 
So your whole life, you've put Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday's worth of effort, usually into a job for somebody else that you don't care about only because you need the paycheck and the job pays you just enough not to quit, but not enough to create a happy style life for yourself, i.e. anxiety, depression. There comes a time in your life too where you decide that you're no longer going to swap dollars for hours because you can physically have one, two, maybe three jobs. But for example, you could own 20 uh, vending machines. Where did that go in my brain? The word vending just disappeared. You can own 20 machines. It's huge when you realize that Dollars for hours is also a trick. And dollars, for example, are a trick. Understanding and grabbing this sort of stuff comes from new information. New information entering your head changes the way you think. Holding on to the way you think while trying to learn a new language, a new, a new way of doing things is, is detrimental to you, but it's also the only way it's done. So every time you learn something new, you revert back to what you thought about earlier. So say if you're learning French, for example, and you, you hear the word library, or the bibliothèque. Oh, a bibliothèque. Oh, that's library. But it's not. It's bibliothèque. And once you can start being fluent in a language, you never have to revert back to the previous language. And the previous language that I'm referring to in this particular instance is insecurity, anxiety, depression, the need to fit in, the need to drink, the need to party, the, the need to un, unwind and relax and how stressful things have been. We adapt, we grow. We change. You've been tricked your whole life into drinking ever since you were a young kid. If you're listening to this right now and you're living, you're living in North America, for example, I can't speak for the rest of the world, but I can pretty much speak for North America. You've been watching these shows that have said, you know, must be legal drinking age, must be legal drinking age. These are the parties that we're having. Look at how much fun these people are drinking fucking mimosas and Coors Light, Coors Banquet, Coors, the banquet beer. Everybody's having the time of their lives. When I was a kid, we used to have flyaways. If you drank Kokanee, you had the opportunity to win a Kokanee experience flyaway. You and five of your closest friends can get on the jet and fly yourself out to Victoria, BC and have the time of your life at this giant bullshit camp where everyone's drunk. That was my second best radio voice. The party, it was just about the party. And when you realize that your mind consistently reverts back to the party, consistently decides it wants to be a part of the party, there's so much that you don't get done. There's so much that's out there that's changing the way you can achieve your dreams. Everything you've ever wanted is basically the, on the other side. It's it's a result of, an, of, of effort. But because we consistently think that we have to do a certain thing or we have to drink alcohol or we have to relax, we get fat and lazy and we, and we eat, you know, cheese strings at midnight and one decision leads to another decision leads to another decision, but we've been doing it our whole lives. So we don't see how we've been wronged. And this right here is not a speech for you to go out there and change your life. This is a speech that needs to be said because a few of my friends and a few of my associates are having issues with alcohol. And I'm going to say this to you right away, ladies and gentlemen. If you're having issues with alcohol, if you're having issues with your mindset, send us an email or DM us on, on, on Instagram. We will get back to you. We will talk to you. We will give you 
the best advice we can face-to-face or DM to DM direct anyway. Um, If you want to call in and share your story, by all means in Ontario or Canada, please call 647-338-1265 in the States. Although we're having problems with the email box or the voicemail box in the States, uh, the phone number is 708-733-5001. Again, those numbers will be in the show notes. But if you want to talk about your problems, if you want to leave a message, we will address it on the show as well. Because to me, this is a major thing. If you can drink alcohol and if you can have a good time and if your life is exactly where you want it to be, you can completely dismiss this. Because that's great. I loved drinking. I loved the party favors. I loved everything about that life. But I was miserable, depressed, and filled with anxiety. And I didn't know what to put my finger on or how to change it or how to alter it or how to even step into my purpose I was going through the motions. I was miserable. And then I just quit. And quitting looks so weird because you've been doing it your whole life. I quit when I was 37. And I'm about to be 41. So I'm almost four years in. And it wasn't like I said, I'm quitting and this is what my life is going to be. The one thing that stuck in my head was a saying that I'd heard. Nobody quit drinking and said my life turned to shit. Every single person that ever quit drinking in any one of your circle of friends, any single one of those people has said my my life is a million times better. So imagine how great your life is right now while you're drinking. The minute you stop drinking, your life amplifies by at least 10. So when people say I'm depressed, I'm filled with anxiety, the only thing that keeps me going is the drinking and the drugs and the cigarettes. Realize that the thing that you think is helping you the most is the thing that's ruining you. And it is the God's honest truth. I What I did personally, I said I'm going to do 30 days. Just a cleanse, just a straight cleanse. And then a friend of mine said, you did 30 days, I want to do it too. And I said, you know what, I'm going to push to 60 days. 30 days turned into 60 days. 60 days turned into revelations, turned into to, to new ideas and understandings and comprehensions. The poison had left my body. They call it drinking spirits for a reason. When you're at your absolute worst, ladies and gentlemen, when you're totally shit-faced or when you're, you know, even when you're three or four glasses into it, you are not yourself. Who is that person? Who is that spirit that's possessing you? Right? It's a weird thing to say, to think, to do, because we're always taught to take actions for ourselves. We're taught, you know, take responsibility for your actions but also put everybody before you. This mask, for example, the the mask mandate, for example, it's not about you. It's about everybody else. These vaccines, they're not about you. They're about saving grandma. (laughs) What the fuck is this? (laughs) Anyway, sobriety, if you want help with it, ladies and gentlemen, reach out to us. I have a network of people that are sober coaches um, that want to help you that want to speak with you. If you're having a problem with, if you're having a real problem with it, stick your hand up, reach, reach out info at the mental mastery Alliance, whatever you want. This is a true to life. No gimmick, no bullshit, no nothing. If you're having depressional issues and anxiety and all that bullshit, reach out to us, start your path, pick that up, pick it up, like whatever, man, just run with it. Because at the end of the day, we can talk about conspiracies and we will. We can talk about having a good time and we will. We'll, we'll talk about absolutely everything. We're going to have some crazy guests on here. This episode, however, this episode, I wanted this to be. This is a personal one for me. 
it just so happened that so many people were, were talking about or the ethos was talking about sobriety. And I'm not talking about sobriety in a sense where we go to the meetings and we have our chips and we have this and we have that and we focus on, we focus on being sober because fuck that bottom line. Sobriety to me is just being done with it. Just being like, I have had enough. I'm done. I'm over it. I'm over it. And I can, I can, you know, if there's interest, I can put together an entire panel of people that have just simply quit. Entire panel of people that were just absolute mayhem drinkers and drugs and ecstasy and MDMA and party and cocaine and wearing my pants. These are <laughs> these are my friends. <laughs> and so many of us have walked away. We didn't get addicted to the the meetings and the this and the being a victim of alcohol. We took our power back. And if you're ready to take your power back, send us an email, info at thementalmasteryalliance.com. Send us a DM, instagram.com forward slash thementalmasteryalliance. Talk to us. Somebody will get back to you immediately. Well, maybe not immediately, but as soon as we see it and organize it, we'll get back to you. <laughs> we do our best to be as quick as possible. Times are different right now. All the VAs have buggered off. So, I mean, I could go on for hours about this. This podcast, the essence of this podcast is to to be happy. The essence, the truth, to tell you the truth, ladies and gentlemen, the essence of this podcast is so that I could be happy. Because I was miserable. Because I was a horrible person. And one of my favorite quotes out there is, please forgive me for taking out on you how I felt about myself when I was at war with me. Because you didn't deserve that. And that's a huge truth. And what I want to do is, is utilize my growth. I want to be able to utilize the growth, the experience, the understanding, the comprehension, where the conspiracies led to new information. Conspiracies, ladies and gentlemen, back to conspiracies. Conspiracies, you're not allowed to talk about them. If you talk about them, you're crazy. Don't talk about conspiracies. Don't talk about anything that isn't directly handed to you from CNN. The idea that you're not allowed to talk about conspiracies is is what keeps you locked. The idea that you're not allowed to talk about any topics is what keeps you locked. Don't talk about religion. Don't talk about finance. Don't talk about politics. Those are the three main topics you should all be talking about to share your experiences and to grow. There is nothing on this, there's nothing on this earth that is off limits or, or should be off limits because anything we're not allowed to talk about, there's truth and there's answers in there. And it's those things that will cure you of the anxiety, of the depression. The feeling that you're not good enough comes from somewhere. You can talk about that. There are so many people out there that don't feel good enough. And there are so many, and the majority of the people that don't feel good enough bury their bullshit in sarcasm. So the most sarcastic people you know out there are clearly the most damaged. And what are we doing? For the most part, we're out here fighting trauma with trauma instead of addressing our own insecurities, our own fears, our own anything. Because we have to have this image. We've got this idea that we need to create this image of who we are and project it. But all we're doing when we do that is we're covering up who we are inside and we're showing to the rest of the world a, a version of ourselves that we ourselves want to be. So instead of projecting this bullshit out there, understand that it's up to you to internalize the quote unquote bullshit that you're projecting and realize that you're not talking to anybody else. 
You're talking to yourself. You're giving yourself the blueprint on success. You're giving yourself the idea and the patterns, the mental state of how to become who you want to become. That's convoluted. That's in an episode all of itself. But ladies and gentlemen, I could go on for hours and hours and hours about this topic. If you want to reach out, if you're having an issue, uh, no judgment, send us an email, info at the Mental Mastery Alliance, DM us, whatever, Instagram. You know how to reach us. You can come to the website, thementalmasteryalliance.com. We're there. If not, know that you're not alone and know that the whole world is, is, is upping its vibrational frequency. The whole world is stepping into a, a new light. And you yourself will clear this and you yourself will get there and you yourself will fucking kill it because there's no other option. There's nothing else that we can do other than learn from the pain and create greatness. That is literally all you can do. How long is it going to take? Ladies and gentlemen, in the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.